I miss a green, for example, I'm already upset. When I find my ball in the bunker, I'm really upset. And when I find my ball in a fried egg. Fried egg. The dreaded fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg lie, I'm about ready to run off the golf course. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Fried Egg Podcast. We are uh, now got a couple of regulars here. We've got Tron Carter from No Laying Up and DJ Pihowski from Scratch TV. Um, we are going to preview, talk a little bit about New Orleans, as well as rehash the last couple weeks with the Heritage, the Valero, uh, the Big Cedar Lodge tournament. Um, so guys, welcome on. Thanks, man. Thanks. We're sitting here, Jack's Beach, together, together in in studio today. Flush. Yeah, DJ and Tron have created a makeshift studio where you know they're sitting next to each other, and I'm I'm back in Chicago. You uh, you can hear his high five. <laughs> kind of like that Golf Central yesterday. <laughs> they did like a whole team thing. Really? Yeah, it's whole team thing on Golf Central. Missed it. Was uh, what was the team? Was uh, George Savarikas there? <laughs> Savarikas and Rosa Fort. I think they. I think they high five about seven times. Jorge, your boy. Yeah, he's, he's Mr. Rosa Fort. Mr. Mr. Rosa Fort for sure. So uh, off, to, off to a good start. Yeah. Off topic. Off topic already. So uh, heritage. You know, you guys were out there. Give us a little yeah. lay of the land, what you, what you thought, you know, how was uh, Harbor Town? DJ had never seen the course before. I'll, I'll yeah, sure. first time, uh, did not disappoint, just a very fun uh, fun place to just walk around and watch golf. I mean, it's fun to see guys deciding what shots to hit. I mean, we were camped out behind number nine and, you know, saw everything from do-ting drivers to... Uh, Charles Howell apologizing to us after hitting seven iron off the tee, uh, and just all kinds of scores, all kinds of strategy. It was it was awesome, so fun to so fun to see, and just perfect weather. And uh, I thought it was interesting that we were able, uh, you know, Wes Bryan was able to overcome a little altercation with Tron to get the W, which was very interesting. Yeah, I you know I heard rumors of of this altercation. Can you set the scene and? Give us a little color on on what happened. Uh, I don't even. I I, I requested a comment <laughs> regarding. I think you kind of just shouted something at him as he walked by. <laughs> it was kind of more about it. And uh, you said, "Hey, it's Tron." And, like, and then he kind of waved his hand and scoffed, <laughs> and was like, "Ah, oh, Tron." He wanted to come on the. It was all. It was all very much uh, in good fun. No, he was going to practice, and I'm, obviously yeah. that was a good decision. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he I, wanted to come on the uh, Trap Draw podcast this weekend because uh, he took the weekend off. But then I think he realized that it's an imaginary podcast. <laughs> so, I thought you guys wanted to squash the beef. We do want to squash the beef. So I, 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 I could see in a question, you know, in his press conference, being, you know, I heard. 
that you snubbed Teron Carter and him pulling a shooter McGavin saying, sorry, I was too busy winning. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, you know what? I was rooting for him down the stretch, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good tournament. It was kind of an LPCP takeover for the first couple days, and then things kind of righted themselves. I, I mean, real talk, though, I, I think I respect the heck out of him winning in his first, what, six months on tour here after getting the battlefield exemption last year. I mean, that's... All he does is win. Yeah. That's it. The uh, battlefield exemption's like the... They should call it like the, the uh, Tiger Call of Duty battlefield exemption. It is like one of the coolest things in golf that rarely we're allowed to talk about, I think, just because it's so rare that it happens. But it's like going out there and winning three times is just so badass of a way to get your card. So I was thinking about this today. Like, how about... Instead of so you know how Premier League soccer has relegation, like I feel like instead of just having this kind of milk toast priority ranking or you know status, they should do relegation on the PGA Tour. So like Poulter just got relegated. I mean they kind of do that, right? Yeah, like, but call it relegation. <laughs> oh, it's more of a semantic thing. Yeah. Whereas like Brian Brian Gay, like he avoided relegation last week, much yeah. to my chagrin. Are you okay? Well, they should do like quarterly relegations. Yeah, I that's I would love to see more fluctuation. You know, for sure. Oh, they, they made it way too hard for guys to lose their card, and for guys that I'm gonna bang on this with with the heritage a little bit. It's kind of a funky field because it's I guess it's like one of the few like four or five invitational events on tour. Um, it doesn't totally go by priority ranking. It's like there's also like past champion. You know, much more weighted heavily. I don't know. I don't really pretend to understand how it works, but I did think it was BS that my man JT Poston, the Postman, 90th in the FedEx Cup, and he can't get into a freaking event. I mean, that you know, rookie year. It's like, come he's, on, man. Like, he's from the Carolinas is, too. Exactly. He, he's from North Carolina. Uh, he lives down the road in Sea Island, like tailor made for this course. He can't even can't even get in the field because of. Yeah, Brian Gay. Well, that's what I was gonna. Actually, that was the example I was gonna bring up. Was like, it. It's kind of a cool example to see someone like Brian Gay, who I assume got in the field because he's a past champion. Uh, I don't know what his status is, but I know he has a really on major medical. Uh, maybe. Either way, I mean, it's cool to see someone like that. If if Poston or those guys are not going to get in the field, it's cool. You know what you don't want to see is somebody who does get in, come in and finish. You know, 125th. So at least it was cool to see Brian like Gay like. Because at least it was cool to see Brian Gay come in and like hang up an yeah. awesome score and play well. You know what's uh, interesting, which I, I looked at all those stats of Wes Bryan and Luke Donald, and they're like identical for the week there. And then it got me thinking: Is like Wes Bryan like this era's Luke Donald? Like, so I was going to ask you about that. One of the one of the things that everybody loves talking about with Wes is you know oh he was he was kind of a you know just a really solid college player and then you know he did this putting overhaul and now he's like a world beater I don't know any more about that like do you per- know what he's the, been it's changing called like the perfect putting aid and it's got it's like this big metal thing and it kind of looks like a stimp meter but then yeah. it's got a I think we saw him walking by with that actually when he ghosted Trump so <laughs> I, I don't know exactly the how far like how far you're supposed to be, but it's got notches, and then it's got a laser on it. 
So you figure out like the exact break and the exact speed to make putts perfectly. And then like, that's the whole thing. Like it teaches you how to read greens better and then how to hit putts with better pace. Sounds like he's in with big data. Yeah, honestly, like the guy's like career changed when he started using this because like he became like the best putter in the world or one of the best putters in the world. And, uh, you know, anybody that says putting doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I mean, everybody hits the ball relatively the same on the PGA Tour. And I mean, Except for Aaron Baddeley. <laughs> <laughs> just a grenade out of nowhere. <laughs> Aaron Badley. Uh, I mean, that guy must be the best putter in the history of, of the world. He's won like five times. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, I remember I, I saw Aaron Badley play in the 1997 U.S. Junior. It was I was uh, I was 11 at the time, and it was at Conway Farms in, in Lake Forest. And I, I went out, and I was like. I was like shocked. I was in awe of Aaron Badley's game. He was like it's the number. Be one. <laughs> he was like the. He was so good. He was the number one. I think amateur like and junior. Brad played. He flew to Fiji. I think our junior year of high school playing the Aaron Badley World Junior Championship. And like I remember, all of our teachers were like, "Where are you going?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm going to Fiji this week to play golf." Man, and he was gone for like ten days. And they were like, "All right, you're." You're on the verge of failing out of school, man. Like, they had to have a sit down with his parents and stuff. But, I mean, Aaron Baddeley had his own, own worldly junior event yeah, in Fiji. All, all the guys are doing that. I saw JT had an AJGA event. You know, Jimmy Walker's got an AJGA event. Your boy, Hunter Mayhan. <laughs> Hunter Mayhan probably does. What does he even do? Is he on tour still? Does he have a card? Uh, he pops up every now and again. He made the cut at Heritage. He was in the web.com tour finals last year. I, I, I don't know. I don't know that he got through, to be honest. No, I think he, uh, this is the last year of his. Of it. He when, won in. Did what, he win in? 14, 15? 14, and then you get two, you get two, two full years. years. Yeah. Why would, he be in, why would he be in the finals then? Just trying to up his priority. Maybe. Just right, we'll, we'll investigate. Just play yeah. for the love of the game. Yeah, we'll get back to you on that. It's uh, but uh, so then then we had the Valero the next week. Wait, which... all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Going back, Luke Donald is Matthew Fitzpatrick like the millennial version of Luke Donald? No, Wes Bryan's Luke Donald. Matthew Fitzpatrick's way better. T. Green. Just because his stats were were. They're, they identical. have the same game. They do, they don't drive it well. They hit it like short. They don't drive it well. They hit wedges and they have unbelievable short games and putt well. Like they're they're like identical players. What's this? What's the scouting report on Fitzpatrick's game? I would love to say that I've watched him more than I have. He's like Spieth. He's really? like moderately long all around like game. Giant Spieth, just very yeah. tidy. Yeah, he's tidy. Yeah. He's, he's very Not talented. Not going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Very talented. Speed, speed zero. Speed zero. Yeah. He's uh, he's England's version of speed. From uh, Chicago's Big Ten team. <laughs> he spent like, that's the funniest thing is he spent like eight weeks on Northwestern. And he like rocks a Northwestern band. Yeah, I see, I see more Northwestern themed stuff. Yeah. 
He literally. He's in, he spent. He's in with Rovell, isn't he? And Luke Donald. Yeah. He left Northwestern because Northwestern doesn't start school till after Labor Day. He left in like December, so he spent ten weeks there. <laughs> Good ten weeks. Hey, hey man, when you're when you're ready, you're ready. Where does Northwestern play their home? Like, what's their home track for for golf? They play um, North Shore or. I think they play North Shore Country or Skokie on Mondays. They play North Shore Country Club, Skokie, uh, Glenview Club. They got a nice little rotation of North Shore Country Clubs they play. Um, and then fly down to Florida in the winter when the weather should. Yeah, they go hang out with uh, LD down in Florida, I think, a lot at the Bears Club. Hashtag Jupe Life. Jupe Life. Life. Hey, big week for Jupe Life, uh, Kevin Tway. Last week, huge, huge. We nuked that. Got to make hay while the sun shines. On the on the, on eighteen, yeah, he was like two ninety five. <laughs> yeah, that was monster. Nukes a three one over the green uphill. I kind of think he's, he's going to be good. I don't know too much about him. He was solid in college. I know Oklahoma yeah. State. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I watched him a little bit on Sunday, but uh, yeah, couldn't really tell you a ton about his game. Is he one of those guys though that just I mean, just a bomb and gouge specialist to where probably wouldn't have as good of a chance if 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 not for three quarters of the courses on tour being. I don't know. I mean, this week's well, not super yeah. bomb and gougy, is it? I mean, it's that Valera. Valera yeah. wasn't very bomb and gougy. Yeah, but it, well, it's kind of a yeah, but you got to be good off the tee. It's not bomb and gougy, but you got to be accurate off the tee. Yeah, you got to. Where really I feel like good. it's really accurate off the tee, despite being long. I don't know. I think he. I think he's got. A lot of potential. There's so many good rookies now. I mean, like Spawn, Poston, Brian. Spawn might be top five players in the world. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and lay out the case. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up his. I'm gonna pull up his. Ollie's stuff. been really good too. Schneider Jans. Yeah, there's uh, been a lot of just quietly good rookies that are kind of like finishing. You know, the postman just top thirty. Yeah, they're just like consistently doing well. I don't know. It's been, uh, I, I heard a stat about uh, Dominic Pizzelli. Oh, he's really he, good, too. He's, well, he's got, like, i got to look at his stats, but I think he's got, like, two top fives and, like, eight missed cuts or something like that. It's kind of the way to do like, it, though. He's, he's uh, deep in that Scott Stallings game of just win, like, win or miss a cut. He's deep in that lasagna game. Pizzelli? Big marinara. <laughs> uh, all right, Spawn's gone from. Let's see here. He's gone from being like 1600th in the world and playing the Canadian Tour, winning the money list. The guy's just tour. bootstrapped his way into the PGA Tour, and he's just taking scalps, man, crushing people, loving. He kind of looks like Ryan Moore too. Totally. DJ's. Bit. Very into that. Yeah. The Ryan Moore. Ryan Moore, JJ Spawn, Kevin Chappell, kind of a hybrid is what I think my game is kind of modeled after. Big big week for you with the Chapel win, huh? Huge week for me. Very vindicating. Going to see on, fellow Rose short backswinger Kevin Chappell get it done. I am Chappy. <laughs> that was awesome. Let's let's get into it. Let's oh, talk to like Lara. I don't like Chappell. I'm I'm into Kevin Chappell. Yeah, I am too. I uh 
I'm not, I think I like everybody though. So <laughs> I thought you like nobody. Yeah, I, I I like everybody's game. <laughs> if you hate everybody, do you hate anybody? No, it's see, kind of the thing. I mean, Chapel, just like if everybody stinks, does anybody stink? Yeah. You gotta like a guy winning when he hasn't. You know, when he's been oh, second for so long. Yeah. Like, was was he the best player without a win? I don't think so. Because like. It, well, it depends on what you term win. Like PGA Monty's Tour, the best player without a win. PGA Tour <laughs> win. Yeah. If, it, if it's PGA Tour win, then like Alex Noren's in the top ten in the world and doesn't have the PGA Tour win. Yeah, true. And Monty's Monty's the best player in the world without a PGA Tour win. <laughs> Did Monty never win a PGA Tour oh, event? He never won a PGA Tour event. <laughs> it's the most mind blowing thing in the world, man. You know why? Every time he was in the U.S., he was just... Uh, but he didn't even win, like, a co-sanctioned Well, he was just getting steep in the National Park game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> How are you going to win at Pebble when you're just hanging out at, you know... Big Sur. John Muir Woods. Or John That's a National Park. I think it is. Look it up. <laughs> Tweet at me if that's not real. Well, speaking of woods, <laughs> can we talk about the Big Cedar Lodge? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is that I'm... all you got in Valero? That's... Here's I'm what, sorry, dude. That tournament sucks. Here's here's what I want to say about Valero. I'm at the Tour Championship last year. Kevin Chapel hit like one of the like nerviest putts I've ever seen. <laughs> I think I remember uh, on 18 to to get into that playoff or to win outright and ended up getting into the playoff. And I was terrified <laughs> to see him like standing over that putt on 18 or you know at Valero. He just buried it. It was kind of so like, that's the thing. If you see a guy win, like, especially because he was talking about it in his presser afterwards, he was like, yeah, I had a putt that I thought was to win last year at one event, and, like at Bay Hill, I think, and he left it like four feet short, and then he left another putt. Yeah. At, I think he left it crazy short in the championship. And so to see somebody slay the dragon, yeah, like conquer yeah. their demons like that, totally. that's so much cooler than just seeing like – Big cat in '97, just like yeah. a little tap in, you know. Like that's the that's my one call with like, fist bump. that, like yeah, yeah. Where it's like, man, I had like 15 putts to get this done. It's like, no, yeah. man, you should have should have made the first one. Yeah, that's uh, it was like kind of eerily similar to Hoffman's putt last year too. Very, oh, yeah, crazy. It was like yeah. the same length, like almost the same spot on the green, but the same uh, same emotional reaction too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like with Chapel last year, he lost to, like, Rory. He lost to um, uh, Jason Day at Arnold Palmer. I don't know where else he – like, it's not like he was losing to Scrubs. I, he had three runners up. Five, yeah, he was in the top five players. I remember he almost won the Memorial one year. You know who beat him? Kuchar. Oh, man. That's a big <laughs> – Hey, spe- speaking of, I had this question written down. I, I wanted to know – you know, Cooch isn't playing this week. Is it because he couldn't find a partner, or like who would be his ideal partner? You know, Justin, for this event, dude. You know what? His either Justin Huber, undefeated. <laughs> shout out Justin Huber. Or uh, I mean, his partner is uh, his partner's laid up, man. The cat. Yeah, yeah. It was out of solidarity with the yeah. cat. I respect it. He's probably doing like some tag team Call of Duty with him this week. Keep I think he's just company. probably getting deep in the tennis game this week. You know, I, I tweeted something. Played some doubles with Sibby, Sea Island. Earlier, 
I tweeted something earlier today about like college, you know, pairings in this thing, and and somebody tweeted back uh, if Anthony Kim and Tiger were a pairing, and I, I was like, well, what about Noda and Tiger? You know, we could get a live feed into Tiger's couch with Noda sitting there next to him. <laughs> <laughs> what if they let Noda and Tiger play play it like in a video game? <laughs> Tiger Woods, two thousand seven. Yeah, it's like it's like virtual, but they get to count their score. What I mean, do we really need to talk about Tiger? Is it? No, it was totally unnecessary. It's disgusting that it was even brought up. <laughs> well, I thought that's what you brought up when you said speaking of woods. Yeah, I was thinking. Oh, I wanted to talk Cedar about the Big Cedar Lodge. Let's get into it. <laughs> so Carlos Franco, baby. I mean, that... BJ, the big Fijian. Big Vegian just uh, iron playing that place to death. I I am in shock that Steve Stricker hasn't won a Champions Tour event yet. Uh, it's I mean, kind of like what TA said. Some of these guys just come out and they think yeah. they're going to run shit, and then they get bodied hard and realize that. Well, I mean, Stricker almost won the first week. Like he, what he lost by one or two. Was in the I don't group. think his competitiveness and energy level is. I think the Champions Tour is like a step up from the PGA Tour as far as like grinding and like putting and not wasting shots. I swear to God, you guys are laughing. I swear to God. No, like like it's like kill or be killed out there. They eat their young on the Champions Tour. <laughs> it's, it's just filled with guys that still are hitting their competitive apex. You know, they haven't no, even... No, 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 no. They've got... Yeah, they've yeah. got... Well, exactly. It's guys that like they they really didn't fully take advantage, and so they've got this residual hunger like from Bern- unfulfilled potential on the PGA Tour. Like Bernhard had the yips, which held him back from exactly. doing, and and now he's just you know taking it all out with his long putter on you know Bill ha- or Jay Haas. Um, yeah, I could see it. Uh, it I mean, you know more about the course setup stuff, but like, not that the pins are set up easy, the course is set up easy or anything like that, but I wonder if there's something to the fact that like a lot of these dudes, I mean, they've won so much, it's it's really like a, you know, they're not looking to finish T12, so I wonder if it's just like, it, there's just going to be a hot hand every week, and they're just hitting at every flag, I feel like, and just try, like trying to go crazy, crazy, crazy low each week. And, like, it's just hard to beat, like, just, I don't know. I don't know if this is making any sense, but it's just hard to beat when there's going to be one, at least one red-hot guy every week. You know, they put the pins in the middle a lot there. Like, they don't tuck them as much. You know who that's not for is Justin Rose is not going to be playing the Champions Tour. Yeah, that's where he thrives. <laughs> it's, uh, so, I don't know. I, I think we've well, talked that's about where I mean, that's where Stricker thrives, too. It's a great wedge game. Yeah. So the Champions Tour had had this team event. We had some good teams too. Fred Funk and Jeff Sluman. Like that's that. such a good team. Is, a great is team. Jeff Sluman still sponsored by Paychecks? I hope so. <laughs> if he's not, I want my I want my money back. Uh, who finished second there? Uh, Goidos and oh, Sutherland. It was that's like a great team. Goidos Sutherland. Those guys are best friends. Corey Pavin. Shout out to the Rat family, Duffy Waldorf. Those two paired together, and then Olin Brown and Steve Pate. 
That's is Steve Pate the volcano? Or is that Jerry Pate? Jerry Pate. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I've banished him from my memory from that one year when the match play was like he whichever was that... Pate, and I think like both the Sutherland brothers. And... The, are you talking about the Ryder Cup? I don't know. It was the match play uh, when they had it back at La Costa, I think. Oh, the first year. Oh my god, that was so and bad. Kevin Sutherland won, right? <laughs> yeah. okay. the, the final four was like literally the most not the he four was, most nondescript guys you could possibly. Wasn't he the sixty four seed that that Yeah, he, yeah, beat, he was he beat Big Cat in the first round. Yeah, I think he did. RIP. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think about this New Orleans tournament? Very pumped. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> let me guess, contrarian Andy is not excited. No, I, I, I kind of love it. The one thing I don't like is that, like, say the Kepkas win, Chase Kepka just gets a, a two-year card on tour. Like, he's on the Two-year card? If you win... Yeah. So, like, I know they're not doing world ranking points. But it's pretty much everything else. And you get Except for the FedEx match. Cup? Except for the match. I think you get, like, You get FedEx. I yeah. think you get like 400. But, you, but you, you get half the points you would normally get. I think you split like no, first and second. I think they do you, spl- they combine. Do you split it? Is I'm it 200, 200? Sure. I'm not sure. I think that you get first and second, and then you split it. Huh. Not positive, though. Need uh, need like a Will Gray or Justin Ray. Confirm. I mean, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but that's like one guy out of the field also. <laughs> I just, I just don't think you know. Like, I mean, Brooks Kepka almost won last week. Like, uh, you know what? Like, we didn't touch on the about Valera, but the wedge shot that Brooks hit into eighteen was boss. Yeah, hit it like a foot when he had to make birdie to tie. I'm gonna abstain from any any Brooks tips. Just objectively, it was a good shot. Yeah, it was a, it was a good shot. I mean, can we can we put to bed like the like a lot of tour players walk up to the green when they hit a wedge shot. Like a lot of amateurs do that too. Like that's not tour sauce. Can we <laughs> can we put that to bed? Like, like I disagree. I think that is tour sauce. But I'll defer to. Like, uh, I'll, I'll be playing in the Lake County Am, and I'll have a twenty-yard wedge shot, and I'll walk up and look at the green to say. Yeah, but I think yeah, he had, you're I think allegedly he had like, a plus three. <laughs> I think he had like a. I think he had like ninety yards though. Well, he needed to see where the pin was. He knew yeah, he no, needed totally. to get up oh, and down. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with you, but it's a long walk. I don't see a lot of amateurs walking it off from ninety yards. Yeah, Can we stop talking true. about the Valero? That that is such a bad turn. Sorry. Yeah. I. Uh, I. Uh, it's not that. Rest. That's that's my that's my thing. I, as much as I hate the golf course, I think it's actually a decent golf course for a golf tournament. It usually turns out pretty exciting. Yeah, like they have good leaderboards. Cool. Like the field is miser- the field is miserable, and it and it had Chapel, Finau, uh, Kepka, who else was there? Um, that tied for it. Kevin Tway. But like the field Brian was. Palmer was up there for a while. The field was miserable, and three of probably the biggest names were at the top. I kind of think it was. I th- I think it's a terrible place for anybody to play that's not a pro, but kind of a good course for a pro tournament. The AT and T Oaks course. <laughs> I can't believe it's a sponsored course. 
mean, I guess that's kind of smart, though, right? Everybody's paying all these big dollars for names on the actual tournament, but swoop in, yeah. give them a little check for the to name it after your company, the actual course. It's kind of kind of gerrymandering the sponsorship there a little bit. I wonder how much it costs. Because I'd love to sponsor a golf course. You know, the fried egg course. And you got yeah, your, I'm sure a lot of people would want to play it out. You got your eye on some? <laughs> I might start with like a, you know. A, the, course by my, the course I grew up at just closed. You could probably pick that thing up for well, I don't want to. I don't want to own like an, it. It's like an hour from your house. I don't want to own it. I just want to pay a little dollar amount oh, gotcha. to to gotcha. be like you know Lake Bluff Golf. Hey uh, DJ, why? So why do you hate New Orleans? It's <laughs> <laughs> a loaded question. Uh, first of all, that's a bit of a bastardization of uh, my stance on the issue. I think. Uh, I don't know, man. I've I've been there a couple times. It's just not my not my speed. Not your tempo. Not my tempo. Uh, I'm sure. You say you don't like poor people. I'm sure that there are awesome parts of the city that I have not seen yet. Um, but the whole I don't know the the quarter is you know it's cool to walk around in the morning like get some coffee and kind of look at the architecture and that kind of stuff. I'm into that, into the history of it. But like. You know, it's just not not my favorite place to spend some time. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of this boils down to, and I think this is where we can find some common ground, uh, is I just don't like that kind of food. I'm not saying it's bad food. I'm not saying the restaurants are bad. You not like that kind I just of don't like that kind of, I don't know. I'm not deep in the shellfish it's game. the only reason to go to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Tron's in with big shellfish, though. You should have seen the massacre he had it. Spicy, juicy crawfish the other night. So this I, is what I'm talking about. This is what happens when you float an opinion out there. No, it's like, all right, you don't like butter, salt, shellfish. Who doesn't like a good etouffee? Like, what about gumbo? That's, do you like gumbo? Yeah, it's the best thing in the world. It's okay. Look, do we really want to break this down? But what? What you, kind of food you, I like? I mean, I'm just alarmed that you went to Buffalo Wild Wings when you were in New Orleans. That was an yeah, invitation. That was an invitation from a good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we talk to watch the Bulls? That's why they were in the playoffs. If you must know, and uh, uh, we're looking for a restaurant when, next to the course. Was this when Tibbs was that coach? Yeah, it was. It was me and uh, the brothers Guthrie, friends right, of the podcast. Hey, I'll wave it because of the the Bulls. I'm a I'm a yeah. big Bulls fan. So I'd do it again. I'd I, do it again in a heartbeat. I would do that too. Actually, I'm you're you're abstained. You so, suck. hey, what what do you guys what do you guys think about the format? Do you like the alternate shot best ball? You know what do you, what do you think? I'm still pissed they didn't do a scramble, and so many people got after me yesterday when I said that on Twitter. They're like, oh, that's not real golf, man. I'm like, I would be so into watching. Who gives a shit? Like, like this is a an alternate shot best ball event. You're telling me that a scramble on Friday or Saturday wouldn't be fantastic. Like, I mean, I feel like scramble is just as weird as alternate shot. Alternate shot is, yeah. in my Which mind, I'm into, more gimmicky. Like, that's, yeah, like, I'm into alternate I'm a spectator, really hard. I hate alternate shot. Like, I like it. I'm, I don't think we – I mean, we don't see enough of it. It was cool, actually. I was listening to Harold on the – I had a feeling that was going to happen. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I was listening to Harold on the No Lay Up podcast this morning, and I mean, he was like, literally couldn't remember the last time he played Alternate Shot. 
and you start thinking about it, and it's like, well, man, all these young dudes like never play this format, and then they go hashtag, play the Ryder Cup for the first time, and like better. it's awful. Uh, and so I'm I'm super into seeing Arthur shot. Well, so three of the or like the I think three of the four part threes this week are odd numbered. That's interesting. Two. So you, you really have to game plan. strategy. Yeah. With but, strategy. I don't know. Just from a spectator perspective, if there's only seven, there's 70 teams, 72 teams, something like that. Something like that. Um, there's not that many shots in alternate shot. It's only two guys are in Yeah, but they each group. play faster. It's true. But I, I don't know. I mean, a scramble would have What about a shamble? Where, Shamble. where you both hit the tee shot, you pick the best tee shot, and you play your own ball in from there. Love that. Love I that. Think that's that's like kind of the bad. best format to play for amateurs. I'm kind of all in on the Shamble. Love the Shamble. It's, uh, but, hey, what's uh, the breakdown of this course? It, it's a Pete Dye. It's got wide. It's got width. It's uh, like the easiest Pete Dye in the world, though, right? Uh, no, the At greens for the pros. The I mean, greens, the greens have, are wonky. Yeah, the greens have like you got you got to hit really good shots to have good putts at birdie. Um, a lot of railroad ties. Yeah, there's a lot of water. There's a lot of bunkers. A lot of you know, it, it's uh yeah. it's a pretty mediocre tour course. Um, but it's 18, like 18's a cool. It's like the best course in in New Orleans, and uh, New Orleans is like the worst golf city in America. So. Right ahead of Nashville. Oh, Nashville might be right there too. And then uh, I guess it's going to move to that new Reese Jones course in a couple. Oh, it is. Yeah. Talk about the budget on that course. (laughs) I guess like five million went to some water reclamation program or something, but even then, it's still paid. I don't know how somebody spends that much, that kind of money on that guy, but. That's another talk for another day. Jones family tradition. Yeah. How, um, uh, how do you think these guys pick their teams? That is a great question. It's uh, like... Just dying to get deep on the team. sure. So who, who's your favorite obscure team? Like just... 100% so, so easy. Levine Not even a question. Yeah, Spencer Levine and Rocco. Okay, get, get, you only get one. So Tron, who's your favorite team? Now that oh, DJ you took it, your... You said it first. Let me pick another one. Hold yeah, on. I, just, I just peed on that team. That's my team. <laughs> uh, how about Cantley and Reed? Oh, I love... Uh, I love just from a like head scratching perspective, uh, Sabatini and DeChambeau. Oh, it's yeah. very interesting. It's the fact that that one's not PGA Tour live is a disgrace. Yeah, that that's shout out to Swantek. I uh, I actually Strevin Merritt. Strevin Merritt, just, I'm into. What about work. what about Charlie Wee and KJ Choi? I thought Charlie Wee like retired. I know. Didn't like a, right? Didn't he have a thing like a couple months ago where he was like, "I'm I'm hanging it up. Thanks for everything." He's he must be bringing it back. Like maybe do you think KJ like got on the phone and said, "Charlie, I need you for this event." Maybe. Did uh, I think you know what? He's played really well at this course before. What about Y E Yang? Why isn't KJ playing with Y E? Oh, you know what I love is the Kyle Ramey Phil Schmidt team. You want to talk us through that one? Yeah, so I, I saw these guys, and I'm like, who the hell are these guys? And I did some hard research. I, I mean, like, I Googled, like, 18 different things before I finally found who these guys were. And they're section PGA guys, so they're, like, club pros who won Louisiana PGA events and got into 
the uh, into the feel. That's awesome. I hope they I hope they just take it deep. I kind of hope they win because <laughs> they get exemptions. They'd be they would be PGA Tour players. <laughs> like, um, I got a couple to to kind of highlight here: Freddie Yock and Willie Wilcox. I want to know the backstory on that one, like how that one came about. They seem like it's a couple of dudes that like having a good time. Like it doesn't, doesn't, seem, doesn't seem like your your son's namesake's kind of partner. No, no, that one kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. Um, ZB and CT Pan, I'm big into that team. The bread man. The bread man. <laughs> Those guys, uh, they're. CT Pan's got game. It's, totally. it's got to play oh, firm yeah. and fast. Has it been raining in New Orleans? Probably. <laughs> what What about Way Kim and Greg Owen? Yeah, that one. That one didn't do much for me, to be honest. <laughs> like, I want to know if the if there was a pool of guys, like twenty or thirty guys, that just were like, hey, just like pair with, with whoever, man, and, and I, so they just. Like either randomly selected guys out of a hat or what, but um, I think I heard Seamus Power and Stephen Alker were a complete random pair. Really, just like show. It's kind of like uh, when you just show up as a single and they just pair you with somebody. <laughs> hey, what are what are uh, what are Brian Stewart's chances of of um, defending Ooh. his crown with Chris Stroud? That's DJ's boy. Oh, Chris Stroud. <laughs> Uh, I think Chris Stroud has played well here in the past, too. I could see it. I could see there being some local knowledge. Fans are going to get behind him as a past champion. Willie, I think Willie Mack and Steve Marino might be. That's a couple, a couple guys a, that like having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be part of the scramble. That they, they have to go out and crush a few beers during the scramble. Smoke a couple balls. I think you guys are just describing like a golf outing. At this point. <laughs> no, that's what they should just like a charity golf tournament. That, like that's what the New Orleans event should be. Uh, uh, I like Michael Kim and Brandon Hagee. That's kind of an under under the radar one. Cal Bears, yeah. teammates, so many, a lot of, col- a lot of college partners. Yeah. So I feel like we've we've got some de jure segregation here. <laughs> Go on. You got. I think it's it's de facto and de jure. I think de jure is like. Kind of a matter of circumstance, or like kind of by choice, whereas de facto is by law. Maybe I might be mixing those up. <laughs> Whatever, you've got, you've got the Canadian dudes playing together, and then like which which Canadian dudes? Oh. Uh, Delay and the Hitman, and then the, and then Dave, they, they had heard. Yeah. That's a good team, President's Cup team. <laughs> Mackenzie um, Hughes is playing with uh, somebody else, uh, some other Canadian. I forgot who. Well, that's why I was curious. But oh, the the actually the random pairing was Xander Schauffele and Tag Ridings. How's Tag Ridings? You're like the only person I think who even would know remotely like those. What are those guys' backgrounds? Dude, Xander, I'm kind of in. I'm in on Xander Schauffele. He makes a ton of birdies, and he went to like San Diego State. He's only gotten like the problem with these rookies is they don't get any starts. Like, I was looking at That's Bob, what I'm saying, man. Bobby Wyatt's gotten five starts this year. Five. He's not fully exempt though, right? He he right. got it. He, Wyatt's fully exempt. Yeah. He he balled out here last year. Yeah, he came in. He almost won last year, but he's gotten five starts this year. Five. Like, but it's going. All right. 
I could get I can get way down with uh, this Russell Henley Blaine Barber team. Very much so. I like that a lot. Can we talk about Tom Hoagie and JJ Henry? TCU man. <laughs> oh, it's TCU. Yeah. Hoagie went TCU. Oh. Couple frogs. <laughs> Another uh, one. What about your boy Smiley? And HV three. I think the moment might be a little big. Smiley's playing a home game, probably entertaining people. I Got saw, some pressure on him. I saw he went to uh, the Pelicans, like yeah. place, and then I think he was somewhere else. He, yeah. I think Smiley might be on the up and up. He he made a cut last week. I think the landlord is trending as well. Yeah. I think Smiley's just trying to 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 cash in on his five minutes of fame. I really like Wes Bryant and uh, Ryan Blom. Jack's Beach is Ryan Blom. Ryan Blom is on. Um, Going to be a lot of birds in that group. I'm one of my fantasy squads. Big, big fan of Blom. All right, but, Ooh, all right this, going this back, going one. back, going back. Oh, sorry. We've got. I got a couple good ones. We to got Finau and Summer Hayes. Two Mormons are paired up together. Like that. You've got. Do you think the? Do you think Gonzalo Fernandez Castaño thinks that Martin Flores speaks Spanish? <laughs> Uh, dude, to anyone who has never dealt with uh, Gonzalo Fernandez Castaño, remedy that. That guy Big is fan. the best. He fucks. He's awesome. Yeah. Do you think Herman and Cody Gribble are going to talk about Republican politics? It's possible. <laughs> How about um, Ustazen and Grace? That's a formidable. Would you, that's nice. Pair. Let me I ask you this question: Is there anybody you'd rather play in a like a, a team event more than with uh, Louis Usaizen? I feel like he'd just be the best partner. Totally, just like never Doesn't never out of a care hole. Doesn't care if you hit a bad <laughs> shot or yeah. a good shot. <laughs> like you you make like a ten and you're like sorry Louis and he's like oh whatever. <laughs> you know what team might be? I don't know. Is either going to win by a hundred or? Like I think I know where you're going with this. Uh, Berger and Thomas Vibin. Peters. That team might might be vibing too much. They might be. Yeah, they might might be vibing too hard. I am. I, I could not be more out on the Brendan Steele, Keegan Bradley. Apparently. Yeah. Like that's, unsubscribe. That's not great. Patrick Reed and Patrick Cantlay is interesting. That seems like just two guys that just really really want to win. Totally. Yeah, I think that is like. <laughs> Cool, man. I'll see you at the course tomorrow <laughs> at 9 a.m. I don't want to talk to you all yeah. fucking day. <laughs> I know Cant- Cantley's just, like the quietest person ever. So like, I, he's probably just a just... killer, though, man. He's like, he's just an assassin. Love yeah. that guy. So, so do you think Reed is is well positioned for this event from a vibe perspective and from kind of a well, yeah, a I little mean, bit. Hey, definitely has. I mean, it's not a match play, but are, it's, it's are, got a little bit of. Let team. me. The first question is: Are his clubs dialed in? Don't even don't even get me fired up on that. That was that was one of the more shameful displays of professionalism I've ever seen. Just disgusting. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Next question. I mean, I, I think uh, Cantley Cantley I think is going to be. I mean, I've been all over Cantley for like I've been waiting two and a half years for this moment. But is it fair to say that you that they? That you can't lay up on him? Yeah, I can't lay up on him. But uh, he's like a, a stoic killer. Like, yeah, big, he stew, just big stew. Never rattled. Yeah, big stew. Hagestad was telling me like, like he's never not like. <laughs> just he's <laughs> the he's, slender man. Yeah. <laughs> he's never you're in not. With big stew. <laughs> 
he's like never not like very calm and stoic like in any moment he's which like is kind the of exact what, which is kind of what reed needs right because he's gonna like he's gonna be just alpha as hell and he just needs like a partner who's like quiet and just hits really good shots <laughs> i feel like i don't know maybe not I also like and who doesn't stink when he's playing. With well, when him and Speed, Speed, when him and Speed play together, I guess Jordan kind of like fires him up. So I don't really know. I don't. I'm very interested to see how that goes. Are we also, in we, or out on the Speed Palmer? Oh, way in on that. I too. I love Ryan Palmer. He's he's one of my favorite trash specialists. Yeah, he's he's just a pro's pro. Yeah. Just gets it done. I have no uh, opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't really talked about any of. We've spent twenty minutes. Yeah, are we talking. buying or we selling the big, the big name? We haven't looked here. at any of these chalk pairings here. I mean, Justin Rose and Henrik Stenson is like pretty wildly decent. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna make putts though. What do you think about what's what's he JJ Day is gonna be? We haven't seen much of him this year. What's, haven't and Richard Fowler. Both these guys are kind of like Pete Dye sneaky specialists, you know? Yeah, but I would have to. I, I feel like I could be wrong about this, but I don't think Ricky. I don't think Ricky ever does much at this event because he's always got like so much Zurich stuff to do. Just I feel big like insurance. I think he. Uh, I don't think he's played well here. It does seem like he would. So he's just hanging out with the actuaries the whole time. Well, <laughs> I think uh, you know Fowler won the players. He's won. A, he's got die die success, and then you got days one. Day, days one players and at Whistling Straits. I kind of think they're uh, they're they're a sneaky team because of the course, but I don't know. Do you think the die is cast? The die might have been cast. I mean, they could be just you know. I don't, they're obviously like the biggest favorites. What about uh, what about Bubba, this chapel? Bubba and JB Holmes. Bubba coming off that jet lag, but played well last week. Those two played well at the Ryder Cup. I just I'm kind of disappointed that JB Holmes is paired with Bubba. Has Bubba ever played well at Wait, wait, wait. wait. Why? Are you, like good good way, a bad way? Like I just because you like JB Holmes or because you just I, think I kind of I kind of like JB Holmes and I just don't like that he's, you know, paired with Bubba. I'm not okay. like I don't really have an opinion on JB Holmes, but you know, now I, you know, I don't know. Who, well, are they going to play with the Russell Bolt? Knox. I got my eye on hey. that one. Yeah, I like that. For whatever what, reason, that's just What about this question? Is, are they going to play with the Volvic during alternate shot? That's oh, a that's question. a great question. Well, here's another question. Is Bubba actually playing with the Volvic still? Or do you think they're just painting Pro V1s? A little bait and switch action. No idea. Would be a good call. I wonder about that. Like when some guy signs a big deal, and yeah. like then he gets the ball or the club and it's complete trash. Like I mean, like we saw Zach Johnson painted on top of a Titleist when it, it was supposed to be a PXG last year. But uh, like I bet Bubba, I, that that could be Bubba's resurgent play. D all right. Um... Should I know who Richie Wierenski is? Uh, fun fact, first golf story I ever wrote was about Richie Wierenski at a junior tournament. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, super big, nice. Big break winner. He was. Is he a Georgia Tech guy? Yeah. Indeed. Top, I, I think he top three on the web tour last year, too. 
God, I'm gonna. I sound like Riggsy here. Um, God, Brendan Todd. Trying to trying to do a piggyback ride and to Chris Kirk. Who's Kisner playing with? Yeah, Kisner's downtown Scott Scott Brown. Scott Brown, the the new uh, ambassador to New Zealand. If there's a a cushier job in the in the world, I haven't seen it. What about Dirt McGirt and Robert Garrigus? I don't know if I like that one. Sneaky has, yeah, Garrigus hasn't really been kind of a missing person for a while. What's that? I mean, I think he might be tired. Yeah, he's been playing a ton. That's what he does, though. I feel this like does. Seem, this seems like a good course for him. He is the most overlooked player on the good player on the PGA Tour. Yeah. So, so is this just going to come down to a putting contest? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm like think, just fascinated to see how everything goes. You got to have guys that are putting the ball in play, like both of them. Like the key yeah. is having two good looks. That's why I think Spieth and Palmer might be just always coming up on Palmer's, Palmer's really putter. Yeah, Palmer's putter can get a little hot. Keep scrolling down. Um, Alex Chaykin, Soren Kelson, into that. Uh, weather's not going to be bad enough for Soren. He needs that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there are a couple of mutters. God, Malnati, Mark Wilson. That's that's like the that's like the undercard. What about the the Champions Tour bid for uh, Stricker and Kelly? Former uh, Franklin Templeton shootout winners together. That'd be amazing. They got the the vibes. If they didn't win at Top of the Rock last week, and then they came here and won. You know what they should have done is uh, VJ and. Carlos Franco should have parlayed that win into a spot in this that field. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. They should do that next year. Yeah. All, All right, right Justin Thomas and Colley. Colley's on kind Colley's of a leader right now. Well. I, that's a good sneaky team. His, yeah. His tempo makes me uncomfortable because it's so similar to my own. Like, he gets... He gets after it. He gets way too quick at the top, especially on Sundays. Uh, Let's play Bomb and Gadget at Windsor Park Golf Club oh. here in Jackson. There's there's a young, a pairing of the young and the old Argentine with uh, Cabrera and Etulane. Etulane's a, a rookie. Yeah, it's like the uh, Charles Schwab mentor series. <laughs> <laughs> deep pull. This is a deep pull. Uh, Rifers and beef. We got uh, midi beef and marinara. <laughs> we got a little Italian, a little Italian. Uh, Little Italian deal there, and I think Rifers is sponsored by a jerky company too. <laughs> Prime cuts or Perky Jerky? No, it's not Perky Jerky, and it's not it's not uh, King Made. It's like a just so much beef jerky. Yeah, what the beef else? jerky lobby is strong on tour. What um, your, your your bar school boys were with uh, beef today? Uh, that's a match made in heaven right there. Uh, I don't think we can judge beef by the company he keeps. Yeah. I should have I should have included him just, on that on that overexposed. I think he, beef is just looking to have a good time. Whoever's around. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just. Yeah. I think he's a good guy. He's a victim of circumstance. Is is the Michael Thompson Tim Wilkinson pairing? Is that on the? Uh, is that on the, the what's the? PJ Tour Live. The the, uh, the uh, Interpol watch list. 
<laughs> tell, tell me, Tron, if there were if there were four guys in con- four teams in contention, what would be the f- your worst four nightmare? Uh, that would be one of them. Um, let's see here. Sean Stephanie and John Rollins. Uh, John Rollins College. <laughs> uh, Shea Reavy. Shea Reavy. Shea Reavy. Chez, Chez Reavy and Lucas Glover, probably. Major champion, man. I know. Uh, uh, keep going. Um... I need a good one. Uh, St- uh, Stewart's past champ here. I mean, Mark Wilson and Malnati's tough to tough to talk. That's a, that's a, that's a, Andy's got a, Andy's got a lot of Chicago listeners not going to be happy with your Mark Mark Wilson uh, slander. I'll tell you who might win this thing. Please, Fabian Gomez and Johnny Vegas. Those guys yeah, just maybe. consistently punch above their weight. <laughs> Uh, Fabian's what two-time winner? Is Vegas a two-time winner also? I yeah, so. I think so. That's kind of a sneaky team. They Are could those get the hot. two most underrated two-time winners in the history? <laughs> it might be. I um, let me tell you who I'm rooting for. This Actually, week. Brendan Steele and Keegan. I want to sub them in on that on that terrorist watch list that I put together. How about Tyrell Hatton and Jamie Donaldson? What's Jamie Donaldson been up to? I don't know. I think, just, hey, he, he just kind of. I think he might have been playing. Last, was he playing last, Cup and then was he playing last week in uh, China? I feel like the Shenzhen. Last be, year he had that sleepy. vicious chainsaw accident with his thumb. <laughs> That's Seriously? right. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> it was the most. He went full Greg Norman. Yeah, that <laughs> was awful. Never full Greg Norman. What are what are the chances of Kyle Ramey and Paul Schmidt making the cut? So how does the cut work? What is it? It's, Top thirty-five and tie. Okay, so so it's what best ball one day, alternate shot one day, cut, and then do it again. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean they're probably not going to make the cut. I don't think. <laughs> I would love it if they would. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of like pretty good teams. Is that Should the they team? call this the member guest? You know, that would... Well, nah, never mind. That, that that's idea. what they should do. No, I was just thinking that, do, and then you look at, like, the pro-ams that are out there, and, like... Then, then, it, then it basically just turns yeah. into, like, the Tavistock Cup. Yeah, it's, I, so, I don't know that that hey, sounds as good as it sounds. <laughs> if, if you guys are getting a... If you got a spot, you got the sponsor's exemption, what pro are you going to call up to say, I want you as my partner? Try Justin Huber, undefeated. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows if he's Justin not available. He, he had a wicked case of food poisoning this week down in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, bummer story. Uh, is he, is he, he's a all-you-can-eat sushi. <laughs> he might have been trying to find some all-you-can-eat sushi down in Mexico. Uh, man, I mean, alternate shot and best ball. Are you trying to? You're, win you're looking for a guy who just to hang out. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> You're not going to win. You're you. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So really we're looking like who, which player can do the best with my tee shots, essentially. <laughs> yeah, you actually might want like Luke Donald. Yeah, maybe. Just someone who can just scramble. I, I mean, I think I'm picking speed in this. I knew you were going to pick speed. 
how would you not? You want somebody who just keeps it in play and makes a million birdies. Who are you picking, Andy? I don't know. Uh, I'd probably take, like, uh, I think I'd pick Louie O, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, so you guys good. might be too chill together. You guys might miss your tea time. <laughs> you know, I, I was You're playing... hanging out at Buffalo Wild Wings too late. You missed your tea time. I almost missed my tea time this weekend in a tournament. We were same thing. We were just. Did you tie one on or what? I was really hungover. <laughs> it's the cocktail circuit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then it, it was just all of a sudden, you, you know, we're my partner and I are just kind of laid back people, and we were like, oh shit, we we gotta get going. We hit like ten balls. We barely hit them. We barely hit the ball on the on the range and then we were uh, on the tee it was uh, it was it was struggle <laughs> we you know, started uh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail <laughs> you know we got off to a good start so we we had to we had this par three second it was like 160 yards and we were it's like a really small green we both hit it to 10 feet and we were like high-fiving on the way <laughs> to the green and then we both three-putted <laughs> oof I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what i'm picking I'm picking Freddie Jakobson. It's a good pick. Because he's, he's getting me out of any sort of pickle we find ourselves in. I might pick Spencer, honestly. If I'm not trying to win, I might, I might pick. He's so intense. I know, it'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I think, we'd, I think we'd vibe pretty well together. I think it'd be a yin and yang situation. What about Dubuisson? Just get yeah. a sulky Frenchman just roaming Out. around the fairways. Out. <laughs> He uh, he's kind of disappeared, huh? He's gotten like fat. Really? Really? Yeah, I saw him last year. Use it. I was like, that's not the same guy. Might need to get him on roast my swing. I can't believe he's getting fat on one of those monosaturated, uh, fatty, fatty French foods over there. All right, what uh, what else we need to cover here? I don't think there's much more. I think uh, overrated, underrated. Close it out. Yeah, right, can... Andy, how do you feel about the great hazard? Oh, so underrated. <laughs> if anybody listened to the Doke, the uh, Woke Doke podcast that, that uh, Andy did. I really doubt that there's anybody that's listening to this podcast that didn't listen to the Doke <laughs> one. <laughs> that chose this one over that's the Joke one. That's true. Yeah. And, and if you are, first, shout out. First yeah, time listening. First, first time long time. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, we'll do some overrated and underrated. We'll do. Uh, I think the whole podcast should just be overrated. underrated. <laughs> Victoria National. Oh, Last underrated. week's web dot com tour event. Underrated. Uh, that so place was awesome. Underrated in general or underrated by our estimation? I think it's just whatever pops in your head. I think I may have pimped it so hard last week that it's now over. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, it did look just brutal. There were some. Uh, there were definitely some uh, definitely some strategy going on there though. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it's uh, that course is just so hard. Just how yeah. many tee boxes too is too many tee boxes? Do the tee box? What do the tee boxes look like? It's like the on each hole. There's two. There's like a hundred tee boxes on every hole. So I think that. A tee box, like you shouldn't, even, it should be almost indistinguishable. You know, that's what the not always, but 
I think like if you blend some of the tea boxes in with, you know, it shouldn't look so bad, but I don't know. I think you should have a lot of tea boxes. Like I should be able to play a hole wherever the hell I want to play it. I was talking to some guy that was playing a course and he's like, they changed this hole from a par five to a par four. And I was, and I was, and he's like, so now I always go for the green when I used to lay up and I'm like, (laughs) why? That makes no sense. (laughs) Like, He's, I, I like, mean, I would probably do the same thing. Like, I, not consciously, <laughs> but I could see that being a subconscious thing that you just end up right. doing. So, so question is: is par overrated, underrated? Par. <laughs> it's yeah. way overrated. It's just a number. So, it's the most yeah, overrated. So, well, so so do you think people overrate par as a matter of strategy? Yes. Okay. I think people just overrate the thing of par. Like everybody talks about like. Oh, Riviera, like the first hole should be a par four. But then the hole going back is like the same yardage and it goes like uphill and into the ocean wind and is a par four. So like really the two holes are both like par four and a half. Yeah, they're both four and a half, right. So if you get out of there with nine, like you're like, oh, I'm even par. But like if you get out of there with eight, you're like, oh, I got a good start. They always write that story about Wileye also, number nine. Yeah. And like literally every year there's like four stories that are like, but should it be a part four? <laughs> Who cares? It, well, it just, you make three. It is three. It is. Yeah. It's like, it's this whole thing where like you need to have like a, it has to be a par 72. Why? Like, why yeah. can't it be a par 75? Or there's a, a couple par, par 69s. And I, like, I don't yeah. mean that in like the pejorative sense. I mean like. No, it's awesome. Like, totally. They put it up in, in uh, Massachusetts and it's like, yeah, like Wanamoisit, Bass Rocks, there's a couple other ones and it's like, like I don't, it, it has no bearing on the round to me unless you just look down at the scorecard. You know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, so are you a fan of run, like the long runway tee boxes then? Just going back to tee boxes, kind of like the Robert Trent Jones senior style tee boxes? I, you know what? I don't mind long. I was at this place, Pine Tree, last week that's got really cool, like, super long tee boxes. But they're, like, really narrow. They're, like, five yards wide, and they'll be, like, 100 yards long. And they'll they'll have double tee boxes where it'll be the same five yards wide, and it'll be one hole going the other way and one hole going the other way. I don't know. Tee boxes are apparently the hardest thing to build and make them look natural. So, I love. So, I love when they. So here's a question: tea boxes, under overrated, underrated in general. Like, would you rather just not have any tea boxes? Kind of like oh yeah, a stream song where you just don't have any tea boxes whatsoever. My dream is to build a course with just like the sheep ranches, apparently. Just just yeah. green complexes. Just like greens, and you get it just teed up wherever you want. One of my favorite things to do, we do this sometimes if you've, like, if you've played a course a hundred times and you're playing a match, it's just whoever wins the hole gets to pick the tee on the next hole. Love it. You know, I it, could be, to, it could be all the way back, all the way up, whatever you want to do. What's really fun is to play the ladies' tees and see how, totally. how, how low you shoot. A lot yeah. of times you don't even shoot very low and you're like, what the hell? You know, well, and that's what we're shots and you try to overpower the hell out of the golf yeah, course. Yeah, exactly. And that's a spot where like it does totally get into your head just like par where when you're playing up you're like well, I should try to get to the green. Like look how close I am. This is great and it just doesn't make sense. Um, what I was going to say about tee boxes though, is like I I kind of hate when I'm sure I, I don't know if 
you'll be able to just school me on this or not, but I hate when you play those narrow tee boxes because I love I love when a tee box has width, <laughs> width, width and angles. But when the tee can be moved around, especially on like a short par four, and you can be moved around that like totally changes the shot shape needed or or stuff like that. Like it makes it a totally completely different hole, which I think is awesome. I love showing up to a tee box on a hole where like I know what I usually hit or whatever, and then they jack the tee all the way to the left. And I'm like, oh man, this is like a different shot. Like I gotta, I gotta think about this now. That's I think that's totally, awesome. this is totally acceptable. You know, yeah. <laughs> tee boxes come in all different shapes, sizes, and you know, persuasions. Yeah. yeah, weird tangent, weird tangent we found ourselves on. Yeah, all right. like it. let's get back. Let's do a few more overrated, underrated. All right, uh, what are you guys uh, thinking about Tony Finau? Ryder Cupper. <laughs> Won a, won a couple of big matches at, at the Ryder Cup, and he, you I should think, clarify. I think you don't actually. I think he's won a FedEx Cup event. Uh, what up, Riggsy? Man, I think. So I'm gonna say overrated. I think I've said underrated on everything you've ever asked us, but I'm gonna say it <laughs> overrated. Also, uh, the swing that that swing that he hit into 18. He kind of made Literally, it on 18. That I looked, feel like that's your last thing. That looked like my roast my swing. That was swing. the last thing you saw of him, though. So I no, feel like but that's I'm, kind of I, maybe. I don't know. Always, I've never quite bought in. I don't know what it is. I think he's underrated. I, I, I think he's a, a phenomenal talent, and I think he's uh, the fact that he won the Puerto Rico Open last year. Ooh, you love the Puerto Rico. A big fan. Yeah, big fan. All right, we'll do. Uh... We'll do uh, Hedito Tanihara. Is he getting overrated? He's in the featured group this week. <laughs> I don't know, man. He was a giant killer at uh, the match play. Is he getting overrated? Is, is Hedito Tanihara overrated? Man, great question. <laughs> Something uh, that nobody's ever thought of. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's not overrated at this point. I'm gonna say he's accurately rated. What about TPC Sawgrass? Way underrated. To be to be determined on the Toronto Carter spectrum. Not enough data in 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. I've played it what three or four, four or five times now, including junior days. I want to see how these new greens yeah. come in. I want to see how it plays during the tournament. They're going to be really firm this they year. They were way firm. I want to see how they come recently. in. and, and uh, I, I like the changes that they made, though. But um, there's some man holes out there. But there's some really awesome holes. So to be determined. The back nine, like, the back nine has just gotten so good with the way they changed 12. Which, I don't know, hopefully 12 goes well this year. and Hopefully people like it. I think it's going to be cool. Because um, it was kind of it was such a throwaway hole before, but I mean the back nine like ten is kind of whatever I think ten's kind of mediocre. Uh, but eleven's an awesome par five. Twelve's awesome. Thirteen's awesome. Thirteen's fourteen is awesome to watch someone else play. It sucks to play yourself. It's so hard. Fifteen's kind of whatever. It's, yeah. it's pretty, but and then sixteen, seventeen, eighteen are all awesome. Like it, I think four's the best hole in the course. Agree. Four's awesome. Just DJ showing that he works for the tour. 
I've never heard awesome so many times. He's gonna <laughs> next. He's gonna start trying to sell you on the dive, the the uh, dive valley course. Love the valley course. You want me to go hole by hole there? It's great. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Penal golf. It is hard. Penal it's golf. difficult. It's a it penal difficult. colony out there. All right. Well, I think I think we're we're done here. Yeah, we, All right. Overrated, underrated. You, you can't just tap out here. What do you think? I I haven't. I'm I'm holding out my opinion. I I mean I get to see it in person for the first time in two weeks, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna weigh in on yeah. on what I what I think before I see. Big big summit coming up in Ponte Vedra Beach. Big huge. It's be like the Manhattan Project down there, getting all those great minds together. My wife told me Freddie is not allowed to come unsupervised without her. Yeah, to the blog cap. A lot, a lot, a lot of people are. Uh, for those that don't know, going down to the players, so there's going to be a uh, large like get together. G eight summit. Yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I I might have to you know rent a a different house to keep my contrarian <laughs> views in in order, not get too wrapped up in the mainstream hype. <laughs> That's smart. Good thinking. <laughs> We're gonna set you up with uh, Doug Ferguson. You guys are gonna rent a house down the street. Ferguson lives here. Doesn't need to rent the house. <laughs> I don't even. I've never met him. Was what, what is he like? I don't know. It's a very smart dude. Good reporter. Probably. I mean, probably, probably the best reporter out there. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Uh... How about the one about Rory's wedding today? Oh. How about all <laughs> was, of the ones uh, about Rory? Rory I, I know I was telling you guys this earlier. Rory is unabashedly my favorite athlete in all of sports, and I can't tell you how little it's crossed my mind, like what his wedding was like and how selfish it was that he did a charity photos with us. Like, what a creepy take to have. All of these people are like, you know, he owes this to the media. Like, that is so. That's the creepiest. To like be that like desperate to see photos that are just going to get passed around. Like you've seen how many times they've used that one photo of those two on the back of the golf yeah. cart. Like if I say Rory McIlroy and Eric Stoll, what's the first photo that pops in your head? It's the same one of him in the suit from the Ryder yeah. Cup. And you see what happens when they let that one photo out. Like what's going to happen when they let anything else Dude, out? Dude, what's going to happen when that pole vault chick comes out to Sawgrass right. and follows Ricky? Uh, it's just – it's, People are gonna lose their minds. Golf, golf Digest man. is gonna divert coverage from the final round and just head straight over to the pole vaulter and being. I, a, I think I have digestive tract issues. Well, things are just digressing. Uh, I think we're gonna have to call this one now. I think yeah, I think we got it. I think we covered it all. Any, Crooked low low energy, Andy. It's it's getting late. I still got a newsletter to write. You're on Central Time. Hey, you know, if anybody doesn't subscribe, join the Fried Egg Newsletter. You'll get more high energy, Andy, more often. You get great headlines, though. Great headlines. You've been in the zone on that front. Yeah, I got to think Bur- about today. Birth notice? Birth. <laughs> there are so many contenders for the last headline. Birth notice. One last thing. Can we talk about the rules thing? I didn't, I didn't click on anything, like, out of a matter of philosophy today like what was what was the rule stuff about you know like nothing bothers me more and is than golf rules and i've just tuned them all out but it's something with visual evidence and i've got to write about it but 
Yeah, I've never. I don't understand why everybody's up in arms about it, like, and why everybody feels the need to weigh an opinion. Like, it it's like it affects like one percent of the tournaments played. Uh, not going to affect very many of our our rounds. I don't think <laughs> viewers calling in speak that kind of thing. I, I, speak yeah. for yourself. We've got a uh, USGA. Not, not, regular. <laughs> not until I got uninvited. USGA regulator. All right. All right. On that note, we're out. Andy, we're thanks out for having us on, dude. All right. Later. All right, man. Take care.